Let's roll. Yeah. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation, guys. Really appreciate this thing. One way or another, let's roll with it. Let's grow with it. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. It is what it is, guys. We we know where it's coming from, right? We know where this thing coming from. Uh, it, it just it just substitution, right? We put it in Mark Colombo. I think that Mark Colombo may be a better look anyway, you know. So it is what it is. But let's listen in to uh, the rap report right quick. So we can get a little back uh, of what happened uh, during the offseason or guess guess during the bye. I keep saying offseason. I'm keeping getting my mind around <laughs> that it's still the season right now. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And I will give a shout out to the first person that's in here in a few seconds. But let's go. Breaking news and more coaching news. What do you have, Ian? You know, the Cowboys had a buy. They spent the time doing sort of a self-scout, assessing themselves. And no doubt. They came out of it with a relatively big coaching change. Paul Alexander, their offensive line coach and really one of the more respected offensive line coaches in the game, is out. He has been mm -hmm. removed of his duties. And Mark Colombo, former player and uh, someone who was the assistant offensive line coach uh, for the Cowboys, he now mm -hmm. becomes the head offensive line coach running one of the most expensive and uh, most talented units in the NFL. Uh, it did seem like the Cowboys were poised to, poised to make some sort of change during the bye. This is what they decide to do, which does make sense. The offensive line uh, losing Travis Frederick, of course, but just had not quite looked like it did in the past. They also brought in Hudson Houck, who had been their offensive line coach from 06 Six. to 11. Uh, and a friend of Jason Garrett to kind of come in in an advisory capacity uh, to help run things. All right, so an interesting bit of news with Ezekiel Elliott, the league's second leading rusher as it stands uh, right now, with the Cowboys making changes on the bye. Thanks very much. Yes, indeed. So Cowboys made changes uh, on the bye. So hopefully we can figure out and see how these changes going to happen, going to occur in a positive light. Or we can look at it if this is the Dallas Cowboys, are they mopping before they sweep? <laughs> old folks say you don't mop the floor before you sweep the floor so we will see everyone has reasonings i said this before but results are what matter so if we don't get out there and change i'm talking about winning games and get beyond this win lose lose win win lose whatever it may be whatever the pattern is uh we got to get beyond that nation but to me personally am i mad? Do, do you guys see a sense of, of, of joyfulness from me? Yes. Uh, I'm very pleased, but I'm not always on the, uh, on the, on this thing of thanking and praising for somebody to get fired. This man is now looking for a job and we want him to land on his feet, Paul Alexander. And, and I, uh, and I wish, and I hope that he can land on his feet correctly. Uh, we all know that there's more than life, right? More foot, it's more than, than football than life right so it's always one of those things where you want the best to happen to someone but he just didn't get the job done and it, and it's all about getting the job done so he's gone so now now <laughs> now we got to bring in uh, mark colombo up to speed and he's going to have an advisory um i don't know maybe my guy will have all of the information down packed and and, and and giving us some information on hustle hawk i think that's how you say his name and see where we were between 2006 to 2011 how did it, how did it help improve our offensive line opposed to what we got going on now but from an advisory standpoint maybe this can help out a lot of things as it relates to ezekiel elliott you know so ezekiel elliott right now is number two the, the second running back in his uh in the nfl 
and we know that we we want him to be number one and we want to win games that's the name of the game is to win games but shout out time man i really appreciate everybody that's in the chat box shout out to mike Mardo. i think you're the first person that laid laid it down for the nation over here on the youtube page garrett lawrence shout out to you man second place hey you got lawrence in your name that's cool almighty bones shout out to you third place and over here to the facebook elite panel i appreciate everyone that's over here um thank you guys for tuning in uh, we have sean cook chris newman uh jamal anderson yes we live like 95 john hey this is the thing now shout out to darren man for making the donation to help grow the nation i really appreciate every dollar that you help out growing this thing it's really it's really it's really 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 appreciate it so uh with that being said um uh what we have from here is um yeah my facebook went away again but what we have from here guys uh, appreciate everybody that's on the facebook panel uh, i'm not able to read your comments if possible just jump over to my youtube page and then i can read your comments from there so i apologize in advance uh, for everything that's on my facebook page warpath shout out to you all right this is the thing cowboys offense must click if this offense do not click then we will be sitting in the same situation now, with that being said, we have Amari Cooper now. We do see that the fact that they're trying to figure out how can we improve the running game and how can we actually get the ball out to Cole Beasley. And I said before uh, a couple of weeks ago that the team should look at Cameron Brait uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I do know that he's under contract, but now it's hitting national news and everybody's saying, hey, Cowboys thinking about Cameron Brait. And, uh, and I said that weeks ago, or I said a couple of days ago, something like that. But neither here nor there. I think that we can still win. It's still possible with Rico. I think that what we can do now is that now when they put the eight and nine men front out there and you have the Amari Coopers of the world, maybe, and I'm talking about just maybe, you can just insert, look, just look at it from this aspect. It will be a nightmare for those linebackers and the safety to understand that they got to cover a guy that's six foot seven. I did, hear, I did hear today about the Jesse James. We should go out there. I think trade deadline is tomorrow, so we have to really, really see what we can do. I, I do know that Stephen Jones said that, hey, this is what I'm going to do. We already spent a lot of, well, we spent a lot of resources to get Amari Cooper here. First round draft pick is nothing to sneeze at. One can argue the fact that the last time we had a horrible first round draft pick was when we got Morris Claiborne. Everybody else been solid, solid at least. You can you can <laughs> you, you can look at all of the uh, stats and things like that. And I understand the tacos of the worlds and maybe until this year Byron Jones, but there was self <laughs> there was self assassination with us when we put Byron Jones as the uh, uh, safety. And I was saying I was streaming all these uh, first two years I was doing this show. I was saying Byron Jones, Byron Jones is a cornerback. <laughs> He's not a safety. Shout out to Lord Ellis Jr., man, for making a donation to help grow the nation. Really appreciate you for dropping that money down there, helping me grow this thing, man. I really appreciate it. Um, hey, man, I love you, too. Appreciate you, man. Trey, what's good? OG, what's good? What it do? Nothing. Everything. Trap Flows 92. That's a cold name, man. Uh, what's up? What you say? Uh, the lead, the <laughs> lead number two leads the ain't and bad i don't know about that one i don't know about that money making mall shout out to you this is the thing guys what we have to do 
is win. Winning cures everything, not some things, everything. We win, we'll look at this situation with Jason Garrett having a good time at the L.A. Dodgers, whatever, the World Series, having a good time uh, kicking it out with his friends and his wife and everything. We'll look past that. We'll look beyond that. We'll say, okay, cool, do it all the time. But if we don't win, we'll go back to that point. So collectively, we'll go back to that point and we will say, hey, what in the world is he doing? <laughs> but, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. Uh, Master 54, hey, law, we finna uh, make some moves. Hopefully we'll take us on, in the right direction. I, I'm glad that you say that. Uh, taking us to the right direction is always a positive thing because sometimes when you're going in the wrong direction, sometimes you have to slow down, read the signs, get off on the next exit, and just turn around. And that's what we're doing right now. We, we said all off season that maybe we can win it without a number one receiver, right? We said that collectively, not everyone. They said, we don't need a number one receiver. And the coaching staff said, you know what? It's about time for us to get a number one receiver. And they made moves happen. And then all off season two, we said, ah, we good. We love our guy as far as the safety play. And we saw that we got burned off of several plays. One can argue the fact that the Seattle Seahawks wouldn't have scored those two big touchdown passes on us if we had a solid safety out there. And they made, they, they made, they made their bed with it. And then I think for sure next year they're going to say, we're going to go out there and make a play on the safety. I can guarantee you that. Looking at film, they're going to say, okay, we trust Jeff Heath. We trust Xavier Woods. We trust Kayvon Frazier. But we need some veteran help out there to help this team out. So, Or we need some young, fresh blood out there. Somebody who can pick up this defense a little bit better. Because defense solid. It's good, but it's not great. <laughs> so we, we are like top three, top four in defense, but we're not stingy enough. You know, if you look at the game from last night, the Saints versus the Minnesota Vikings, what's changed? What's different with their team? The Saints took the ball away from the opposition. Their defense is not better than ours, but they snatched the ball away. They created fumbles. They stepped in front of the ball, took the ball away from the opposition. I do know that Kirk Cousins loved to throw the ball away anyway. That's why I love Kirk Cousins when he played for the Washington. <laughs> I love him because he was able to give us the ball. Shout out to the Woodrow, 21, for making the donation to help grow the nation. Man, appreciate it. Keep up the inspiration. That's what he's saying. I'm trying to be positive. Anywhere I go, I try to give you guys my thoughts and what's on my mind as we try to elevate this to Cowboys team and we can look at things and say, okay, okay, we got rid of the coaching staff as far as the offensive line. We got rid of that one guy that maybe was causing problems. <laughs> maybe we can get back to a, a zone blocking type of scheme and we can create some spaces that Ezekiel can use his eyes, see the whole planet's foot and go. Maybe that's worked better for the team instead of the power blocking scheme that we was doing. Maybe the zone is, is going to create more space in that backfield. And Ezekiel, oh, he got the vision. All he needs to do is just hit that hole and run. And maybe with this offensive line, maybe sometimes the offensive line coach can reach out to the running back coach and say, hey, I want Jamez Olawale in this package. I want this tight end to be uh, the inline blocker for this particular route. We need to run this particular set. And then also when, we, when, we, when uh, Dak Prescott lined up on the center, I want him to do this cadence. Because on the road right now, this is not working. And I remember, I recall in 2000, and, and, and this is what coaches can do, and this is what Hustle House can do too. I remember, I recall in 2008, this is what we did against said team. Or this is what you need to, to study upon playing against Tennessee on this particular route protection. You know, stuff like that. 
it's possible uh it is very possible uh all p the movement yes sir yeah shout out to you man thank you for tuning in uh egger on the uh periscope appreciate you for tuning in i got a lot of people tuning in i appreciate you guys ron jackson haha clinton dicks oh my goodness boy haha clinton dicks would be good <laughs> would be good in this defense <laughs> the back end of the defense will be solid it's good right now but then we become uh the territories of being great i can say that nobody's passing the ball with 31 is line up on of course we look at d hop and everybody talking about well d hop he murdered us no 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 <laughs> The Texans was taking D-Hop. They was lining him in line. Then they move him to the opposite side. He only caught two vertical passes. No vertical passes. only caught two passes comeback routes on number 31, Byron Jones. Byron Jones did his job. It's just that our safeties, they need to recognize when these uh, routes come across the middle to switch off, make, their, make the right hip movement, and jump in front of the routes and take the ball away. They see it with their eyes. I'm looking at it on film and tape. I'm seeing it, but they see it. But they don't trust what they see, and they would rather for, allow the receiver to catch the ball and then they gang tackle him instead of taking the chances and stepping in front of the ball and trusting what they're, what they're seeing with their eyes. I know for sure Chris Richard is telling them the same thing, I guess, during, uh, uh, I guess, coaching evaluation one-on-one. I do know that he's saying that. Hey, jump in front of the ball. Jump the route. You got, you got backside protection. Take the ball away. Punch for the ball. Punch the ball out jump in front of the, sometimes you can coach 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 but it doesn't doesn't change the uh, skill set of a player and and the only the only draw on jeff heath at sometimes and i love jeff heath i love his skill set but at sometimes he does take bad angles he, he, he that's his that's his that's his memo you know but during the last three minutes of the game you tr- trust me all of a sudden something click around and he just jump right in front of the ball and he takes it away he's he, he's good in those aspects of it money making mall appreciate you man uh yeah i will check your channel out for music guys check out money making mall that's on my youtube and those who are on my facebook panel i appreciate you i love you guys i have strong adulations for you guys out there but i'm not able to pull up my uh facebook page right now it just went away but i, I apologize in advance so well i apologize you know charge it to my head not my heart um texas man forever yo law no more moves means we fail thoughts um player acquisition is 365 i do know that we might do this we might do this tomorrow obi melifonwu if you've had not signed with anyone we might pick him up we might pick him up tomorrow uh, if we can't make a deal on Ha Ha Clinton, Clinton Dix, if we can't make a move on Patrick Peterson, I know that's not even in the talk tracks right now. But to me personally, I think that if you want to elevate this team to the next level and get to that next marker, think about this. The teams that won the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I recall Denver Broncos going up to the Seattle Seahawks, got mollywopped, got drugged. The defense was horrible. Peyton Manning was running for his life. And they said, you know what? We learn from this mistake. We're going to go out there and spend some cash to get some boys out there that can take the ball away and we can flip it and we can be that dangerous defense. In 2015, let me know what happened. And then before that, we will remember the, uh, the Patriots. They went and got some defensive guys, the, the, the Revis. They rented a player for a year. 
to win the Super Bowl, basically. They went and got a Tlaib. They went and got those guys. The, the, the defense always been solid, but they said, okay, in order for us to go beyond this level where we at, we got to figure out how to step it up and get to this next level. Getting somebody who can actually take the ball away. I love our guys. <laughs> I do. But we have to get somebody that can take the ball away. And going back to this offense, I'm not giving Dak Prescott. I love the man. I'm not giving him a pass either. What he's going to have to do, Dak Prescott, he's going to have to recognize this. When there's eight and nine men front, baby, you got to take, take the top off. You got a weapon now. There's zero excuses to just launch it down the field. I remember reading uh, reading a little uh, excerpt and actually watching a documentary on this. Uh, my guy, Bill Parcells, told uh, Tony Romo, I want you to get two interceptions today. I want you to get at least three interceptions today. And it's method to his madness out, out of this thing. Because what he's saying to Tony Romo at that time, and this is, of course, during preseason. It's going, it's, of course, this is a during uh, practice, too. What he's saying to him is, I want to see how much you can trust yourself to squeeze that ball in between these two defenders. And then we can look back at the tape and see what the next play, how the underneath is will be open, you know. So sometimes uh, passing and throwing the ball, there are such things as good interceptions, believe it or not. I do know that a lot of people say, hey, law of interception is a bad deal. No, it's kind of like punting the ball away at times. It would make the defense play honest. And the only way that Jerry Jones can trust this thing and Jason Garrett can trust this thing to open up the defense, believe it or not, believe it or not, the only way we've been seeing for these last three years now, going into three years, <laughs> believe it or not, believe it, Ripley's, just go ahead and do that. Ripley's, believe it or not, it's the reverse sweep of all things. The reverse sweep open up the open up the defense and make them play honest. Believe it or not, you can't bracket covers Cole Beasley. You can't play the high low game with that. When you have the effective reverse sweep or jet sweep, those things make the defense say, "You know what? We're gonna back off of that." I guarantee you. When I think it was against the Redskins, we rarely run the reverse sweep. I think my guy Jordan Hip Pocket Lewis did it one time. He got seven yards off of that. Just imagine if they had somebody to fake reverse and then that's 18 yards with Ezekiel Elliott. It's crazy. Yes, it's dinosaurous type of offense. It's, it's lethargic in a sense. It's not nothing that's fan, fascinating like a, a, a Sean McVay offense. It's not like the, uh, the, the Andy Reid's of the world's offense. Andy Reid's going to make his quarterback shine. He made Alex Smith look good for a couple of seasons. That's what Andy Reid does. He, he comes from a, a, a coaching philosophy where they like to throw the ball, whether it's short, intermediate passes that open up the big pass eventually. And, and, and trust me, if you look at Green Bay Packers, they come from the same uh, um, uh, system almost. And, of course, you got Aaron Rodgers, my God. Of course, they're going to look good out there. So what I'm saying is that with this particular team, in order for us – to play our style of deep offense and defense, we have to go back to what we do best, and that is running the ball. Paul Alexander gone now. So uh, with that being said, we got to, we're going to have a different type of scheme out there now, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, what we have out here, Nick Fitzgerald, Nick Fitzgerald. Clay Patterson, thank you for tuning in. Josh Skinner, the winner. What's good, man? I love OB. 
Uh, if he could stay healthy, he would be a gold mine for Richard. Yes, I believe that. Uh, Daniel Mazza, I appreciate you, man, for tuning in to the nation, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I agree, too, with Josh Skinner. I mean, that's why I call him the winner. Josh Skinner, the winner. Chaz, what's good, man? I, I see you regulating down there. I believe Dallas will make one more move. I think Dallas Cowboys should make one more move. I heard that Deshaun, uh, what's his last name, Jackson out there. I heard that he's on the trade blocks. Uh, we can go offensively. Uh, we can go defensive-minded. Uh, I'm a defensive-minded person. We can go with a ha-ha Clinton Dix. We can go with those guys out there. Tony for uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> this is from Damian Ingram. Uh, there's Tony Romo. <laughs> the guy needs to spend as much time with his beautiful kids and, and his beautiful wife. Uh, he have a job that he can work one or two days out of a week, flying to different cities, evaluating coaching staff, coaching, being on the coaching staff. We saw how much uh, grief that some people and most people uh, gave uh, Jason Garrett for going to a baseball game, right? So, I mean, it'd be best for uh, him to be in the press box and uh, and be a, a critic out there and, and evaluate and analyze. That's, that's, that's Tony Romo Lane right there. And uh, that's a as a dream of a goal to be out there, uh, to be out there just calling the game. And this is a beautiful thing. Uh, it's just what it is. Um, head 92. What's up? Sign OBI cut Thompson and compensatory pick fourth round pick trade for number 27, Jordan Lewis, a third round pick. And when the uh, time was it package, the third and fourth, and you get a second. Hmm. So, so basically, and that's a good point right here, uh, but I like Jordan Lewis. Uh, this is Jared, uh, Jared Head 92 that's on my YouTube page. He's saying, guys, this is what he's saying, basically, in this little long little uh, excerpt that he texted out uh, on the hot box or the chat box. He said, basically, you go pick up Obi, you cut Deontay Thompson, that means you get your fourth round draft pick back for a compensatory. I guess whatever agreement that if if he doesn't if he doesn't hit a, a certain count snap count or something, you get a fourth round draft pick back for Deontay Thompson. You get that back in return. You trade, make a deal with somebody for Jordan Lewis. I mean, you're getting rid of Jordan Lewis, who was a third round draft pick. Um, no, he's saying get rid of Jordan Lewis for a third round draft pick. And then during draft time, you can utilize that third round draft pick to move up and uh, have two second round draft picks. Um, I, I don't know about that. I don't know if the Cowboys is crafty enough to do anything like that. I think that Jordan Lewis is a great insurance piece for this defense. Um, to me personally, if you can if you can craft up the exact same deal and you throw in Anthony Brown and keep Jordan Lewis, that will be a win for me. And and there's nothing to Sean or Sully or denigrate Anthony Brown, but to me personally, I just think that Jordan Lewis have a higher ceiling than Anthony Brown that's on our team. Now watch Anthony Brown come this Monday have <laughs> about three interceptions uh, come Monday night, and I'll be looking like Boo Boo the Fool out here. But that's that's something different though. Golden Taters out there next year. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if he, he will fit this particular scheme, but he is a, 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 a grimish type of receiver with skills to uh, create space, and he's vicious in a sense in his route running, just aggressive. So uh, it may be something, you know. Uh, did they already cut Deontay Thompson? Did they do that? Some A lot of people, Tyrone Church, said they, that, um, that maybe they will. Um, let, we, we will see. Uh, Jordan Lewis is better. This is from Aaron Gonzalez. Yes, uh, appreciate that. 
Uh, Romo for coaching. No, 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 no. I said that before and I say it again. It makes my teeth white. No. <laughs> uh, what status is on Austin? Uh, this is from Yunsa. Yunsa. Um, it, it may be one of those things for Austin. He may not be available until like another three weeks from here. Look for maybe the latter part of the first week of December. I want. I don't want to rush him back. If we are winning, if, that's a big if we are winning, uh, it would be good to just bring him on slowly and maybe he can nibble his chance back on the roster and we can see that package that I was talking about with him on one side and then Amari Cooper and then you sprinkle in uh, Cole Bees and then you sprinkle in, uh, of course, number 13. That would be nice. That would be nice. All right, guys. So what else, what other thoughts you guys got on your mind before I rock <laughs> rock on out of here? Uh Mac groups at zone blocking scheme. Yes, yes. Zone blocking scheme. We're gonna have that back. Yes. Trolling. What's good with you, man? Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Uh Samuel, what's good? Safety needs to play better. Yes, safety help on the back end needs to play just a little bit better. I think our linebackers are doing a, a serviceable job as far as covering out of space. Now tackling. Our linebackers are doing a great job. But covering in the middle of this uh, particular defense, I, I, I want us to get a little bit more, you know, hands involved and knocking balls down and actually taking the ball away. We need to be stingy out there. Uh, that needs to happen one way or another. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Don't forget to like this uh, page. Like helped me out so much, man. Share the content. If you know somebody that loves the Cowboys, just share it to their wall. If you on Facebook and you part of those Facebook groups, hit the share. Share it to the Facebook group. Shout out to everybody that's on the Facebook. Like I said, I cannot read your comments at this time. I really I still appreciate everyone for being into the mix. If it's your birthday, let me know so I can give you a shout out before I go. Let me know if it's your birthday week so I can give you a shout out. And uh, Ray Ray, shout out to you, man. Peace. Uh, G-Town, Silver and Blue. I like that name all day, man. Yes. So, Hudson Hawk is coming back. No, Hudson Hawk is only coming back as an in, 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 He's going to uh, advise, basically. He's going to advise Mark Colombo. So, we're going to see what this thing is going to do. Yes, Colombo is very fiery. And I want Colombo to get into the face of number 71. And when he makes a bonehead play or a boneheaded decision to hold or get block somebody or hit somebody in the back. I want Mark Colombo to get out there with his big six foot seven frame, 300 some pound self to get out there and get in a lot of your Collins face and be like, look, play disciplined football. Disciplined football wins the game. That's the name of the game. Uh, Moses. I don't know guys. Let me know this right here. Is this just a mop-up mop job? Are they mopping the floor before they sweep the floor? And I don't like that. You know, you don't post to do that. Or this is the real deal right here. This, is, this was a move that was going to happen one way or another. Let me know. Just let me know. And uh, we're going to get this thing going. Really appreciate everyone for tuning in. I got the, Like I said, I got that podcast. Join the podcast. Be a part of the nation in those ways. And uh, share the content. Subscribe to the channel on Law Nations 2.0 and Law Nations original page. I got eight more days, guys. And my page will be back up, the Law Nation page. Yes, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Let's jam on out, baby. Love you guys. DC for life. Yeah.
to you, Samuel. I see you. <laughs>